questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. To say that quantum physics is the greatest scientific discovery of all time is not an exaggeration. In their discovery of the quantum realm, the physics community stumbled upon a genuine multifaceted revelation which can be likened to a profound spiritual treasure, a heretofore undreamed of creative power hidden within our own mind. Quantum physics unequivocally points out that the study of the universe and the study of consciousness are inseparably linked, which is to say that ultimate progress in the one will be impossible without progress in the other. Einstein declared that what it reveals is so immensely important that it should be everyone's concern. Yet, few of us in the general public truly understand how the game-changing discoveries of the past century not only relate to our day-to-day -day lives, but also gives us insights into the nature of reality and our place within. Greetings, I'm your host, Mel Fabregas at Veritas Radio. If you want to listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, click on the subscribe button. Join me on Facebook and YouTube. And if you want to get in touch with me, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. So if you're interested in waking up and dreaming lucidly, be it in your own night dreams or your waking life, or even changing the world for the better, listen carefully to Paul Levy, tonight's special guest, Paul is a pioneer in the field of spiritual emergence. He's a wounded healer in private practice, assisting others who are also awakening to the dreamlike nature of reality. He's the founder of the Awakening in the Dream community in Portland, Oregon, a creative artist. He's deeply steeped in the work of Carl Jung and has been a Tibetan Buddhist practitioner for over 35 years. He has been writing since the mid-90s, and his new book is titled Quantum Revelation, a radical synthesis of science and spirituality. And we have a more comprehensive bio on our website. His website is awakenindthedream.com. Paul Levy joins us directly from Portland, Oregon. Hello, Paul, and welcome back to Veritas. How are you? Hi. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here, Mel. Thank you. My pleasure. And you know, I was telling you offline, I can't believe that we spoke last five years ago, and I still, you know, get comments once in a while from people talking about Watiko, and you'd speak about Watiko in this new book. But first of all, mm -hmm. writing this book was an act of ceremonial magic, you say. Why is that? Yeah, well, um, how come I say that is the act of, of writing the book, it, it deepened my understanding of quantum physics so immensely that it, it transformed me. And and that's what magic is, really. That's what, in a way, that's what art is. And so it's not just a, an ordinary book in the sense, you know, written by a scholar because I'm not a physicist or written out of my intellect. It was really coming from a deep place in me and, and finding the correlations between what I was accessing in myself and what quantum physics were, you know, is pointing at. And as I was connecting those dots, I began to realize, wow, it's actually deepening my, my awakening. So that's, that's what I mean. You know, after reading the book, and when I hear the word quantum, to me, quantum is the infinite possibilities, the, the infinite, it's beyond the infinitum, if you will. And I read in the book something about accessing the parallel self. That was a little bit mind-blowing to me, that sometimes we want to 
access knowledge in the ether or the, or the universe, but we can access a parallel self. Can you explain what is that? Yeah, well, okay. Um, yeah, that's, that, that's a great question. Um, one way of beginning to understand quantum physics is that um, the act of observation is, 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 this, is this creative moment where up until that moment that we observe the quantum entity, it's in a state of potentiality, like every potential state it could exist in, it's existing in, in the realm of, of potential. And then the act of observing it, all of a sudden it becomes actualized in a specific manifestation. But that means, like, you know, that means a lot. There are a lot of implications to that. But one of the things it means is that it expands the realm of the possible that we think, you know, we tend, we've been kind of programmed or conditioned to think that only certain things are possible and a lot of things are impossible. But, you know, quantum physics is actually showing us that even something that's, that's ridiculously highly unlikely still is in the realm of the possible and could be the universe that manifests. And that has enormous implications in so many ways. And one of them is about, well, who, who we are and how we can actually incarnate and that we can actually invoke and embody the part of us that's whole and that's um, this genius and has this incredible creative power um, to be a benefit for the world. So, you know, it's a rabbit hole that expands the realm of the possible to the point where it even becomes like a question, what is impossible, if, if anything? Every time I have somebody that discusses this topic, quantum, quantum physics theory, I ask him the same question. I remember Dr. Uh, Amit Goswami a few years ago, we discussed this too. But what does quantum physics mean to you? Oh, what does it mean to me? Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. That's such a, that's such a cool question because... You know, for me, I began having this spiritual awakening in 1981, and you know, I've 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 written about it, I've openly spoken about it. It got me in deep trouble in the sense that I was in my mid 20s and I wasn't prepared for what I was encountering, and I basically was having the realization that this was a collective shared dream that we were all dreaming up together, and I was so enthusiastic that it really kind of freaked people out, and I got hospitalized and diagnosed and. It could have been a nightmare, but I knew I was having an awakening. But why I bring that up is that from my vantage point current day, when I contemplate what I was experiencing, I was having this direct encounter with the quantum realm. It was like I had, I had you know, sort of uncoupled from my conditioning, and I was having this direct experience of what quantum physics is pointing at. So it's something that's very close to my heart, and it's it's intimately having to do also with my spiritual practice. And that's one of the, the main points of the book, is that spirituality and and physics, or like, you know, what we think of as the physical world and the mind, they're actually not distinct. They're actually not, you know, they're not separate. And just that itself is such an amazing, you know, insight, and that that's one of the things that I'm continually trying to deepen in, in my work. Very important, Very important to, 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 to something. Did you hear some voices in the background? You know, I just, you just blanked out. I just didn't hear anything. Okay. So something happened where I couldn't hear you. I couldn't hear my voice and it disappeared. But okay. okay. Anyway, well, primordial not, questions. Sure. Who are we? Where do we come from? Where are yeah, we yeah. going? Have you found these answers by studying 
quantum theory and quantum physics. Absolutely. Absolutely. That that's where I make the point that quantum physics is promoting itself to become a spiritual path. And that's why. And in a really simple way, I can explain that. So quantum physics is so revolutionary that, you know, it's, it's even hard to imagine anything that's more that's more revolutionary or radical than quantum physics. And, you know, what I mean when I say that is that the universe that pre quantum physics, uh, the classical physics was studying, i.e. the objective world. Quantum physics has proven empirically again and again, beyond the shadow of a doubt, that 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 doesn't even exist. There, it's nonsense to talk about the objective world. There is no such thing that the act of observing the world actually influences the world that we're observing. The observer is the observed. And that I can go into a lot. But to answer your specific question, as soon as you began to have insight into that, there's no ob objective world. Well, then what happened to the subject? that's having a relationship to the objective world. If there's no object out there, all of a sudden, well, the subject needs an object for it to be a subject, to be in relationship to the object. So when all of a sudden the floor get the rug gets pulled out and you realize there's no objective universe, all of a sudden a really profound question is, well, wait a second, if there's no objective universe, then what about the subject? What about me? What about who I've been in, you know, sort of in um, having an imagination of being that becomes, you know, this real question. So quantum physics, when you really sort of contemplate it in a certain way, becomes a doorway to deepening our understanding of our true nature of who we actually are. And these are the notions and the concepts that were bending my mind as I was reading your book, and we'll discuss, for example, the observer exists because there's a projection. But who's the projection? Who's projecting all these notions? We'll discuss later. But you say the, the uh, actually, what motivated you to look into quantum physics? And is learning about it almost like a psychedelic drug? Oh, oh, oh totally. I, I say that in my book. It's like a psychedelic drug that just continually is coming on and just is ever deepening. And that's that's just my experience. And but I feel that it, it could be everybody's experience. And people who've read the book, you know, they're all saying basically the same thing, that they're just feeling like they've ingested some sort of psychedelic drug. And um, yeah, because, you know, what it what it's pointing at is that this universe is actually inseparable from from the mind that's observing it. And the implications of that. Are, are just so profound because all of a sudden, you know, what we've been entrained in thinking, you know, as this world and as reality, it's like, wait a second, that's not actually the case. And then who we've been, you know, envisioning ourselves as being, that's not who we are. And the relationship between us and the world is getting recontextualized. So it can help, but have this major impact on our mind. And, and actually one final thing about that. You know, quantum physics, I mean, it's it's being called and there's no debate about this. It's the the greatest scientific discovery in all of history. And it's already changed the course of history. It's changed our world through all the technology that that we've developed as a result of, of you know quantum physics. But that's the low hanging fruit. That's less than one percent of the benefit of quantum physics. What I'm pointing at 
is that the real benefit is going to be how it affects our minds, how it affects our consciousness as we more and more like actually begin to, to realize what it's what it's revealing to us. That's that's the real stuff that I'm that I'm interested in. Who would be the father of quantum physics? Who, who actually pioneered the term? Well, there, there was a number there. On the one hand, there's there's Planck, Max Planck, but but also Albert Einstein was one of the founding fathers, and 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 Werner Heisenberg and Erwin Schrödinger, and um, in the early part of of the 20th century, there were an amazing collection of these genius physicists, and um, so that's when all of a sudden they began to discover the quantum realm. But just to, to invoke Einstein for a second, he was one of the founding fathers. But he he literally could never embrace what quantum physics was showing. His biographer actually said, yeah, he thought way more about quantum physics than he thought about, like, you know, with 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 relativity or, you know, with relativity theory or special relativity, that quantum physics was his demon. He literally couldn't wrap his mind around it. And, um, you know, because he was still attached to that, what science is doing is studying this objective universe and quantum physics was like showing again and again that that's a that's a wrong notion that's a mistaken idea there is no such thing as an objective universe and and einstein you know just even to his grave he couldn't he couldn't couldn't go there he was still holding on to that so you know i guess what why i bring him up the point is is that it's so challenged these these you know the founding fathers of quantum physics in in their process of what they were discovering in the quantum realm it like absolutely challenged them to their core as far as like what is the nature of reality and who they were and so that's where it became this in a way potentially a spiritual path okay do you think quantum physics will help us understand our concept of reality oh oh absolutely but only if you know, like you see, the thing is in what I've learned from from doing all the research, you know, to write this book is that there's an incredible edge in the physics community, because, you know, if a physicist starts talking about consciousness or, you know, quantum physics is basically empirically showing it's proving beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is a collective dream. There's no doubt about that. And I just want people to really get that, that that's one of the implications that quantum physics is showing us. But, um, you know, the typical scientist who went to graduate school and got their Ph.D. and whether they're in academia or the corporate world, that's not what they've signed up for is to study consciousness, which involves studying themselves and their own like reactions. So the typical reaction in the physics community, whenever anybody talks about consciousness or how does, you know, because quantum physics is like showing you have to factor in consciousness, the equation of the universe and anybody who brings that up. The typical response is shut up and calculate. You know, the, the, the point is that the typical corporately academically trained physicist is not interested in the meaning, you know, or the philosophy of quantum physics. They're more interested in just solving their equations and developing all these technologies and keeping in mind almost all of them. They work for the war machine, you know, so it's all involving getting power over nature um, so it's a real taboo. It's an edge to actually talk about what is the meaning of this miraculous thing that we've either discovered or created. And and that's kind of where I come in, because I'm not a physicist. I'm, you know, if I 
you know, if there's, you know, if there's these intense equations in math, I just, that's not what I'm interested in. But what I'm interested in, because the quantum physicists are saying this is not only the most important discovery in all of history in the realm of science, but that it behooves us, that it really serves us, that we should understand that it has relevance, incredible relevance for each and every one of us, and that it really serves us to understand that. So I'm just a curious person, and I'm taking that seriously, and I'm I'm like just contemplating, well, what what does this mean that all of a sudden like this this mana from heaven that's like, you know, helping us to to change the world with all these technologies? What is the meaning of that? This thing just kind of manifested in our world and inside of our minds. So that's what I'm interested in. But that's very, you know, that's not what your typical physicist is interested in. You mentioned Planck, you mentioned Einstein, uh, Oppenheimer in your book. But I would I would have been curious as you know, what Tesla may have thought about this concept. And as you know, Tesla is the one that's erased from all, all our science books for us. A very good reason. Right, right. But I quote Tesla, this one Tesla quote where I say, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing, he said something like, it's a dangerous situation to place um, unlimited power in, in limited minds. And that's one of the real edges with reference to, you know, some of the real cutting edge technologies like with with like, you know, sort of um, the over unity energy and the, the zero point energy, but even how it's affecting consciousness that um, pretty much the main obstacle, you know, yeah, these technologies and these insights are being suppressed by the powers that be, but that's not even the main obstacle. The main obstacle is that the typical person can't even entertain in their wildest imagination the good news that quantum physics is showing us. Like, I, I, I you know, really try to make that point that quantum physics is the good news of the Bible. It's it's the Philosopher's Stone. It's the Holy Grail. It's the Second Coming. It's all those things um, you know, they have different symbolism and different theologies. Well, quantum physics is that same energy, you know, energy coming through the medium of science. And I'm just pointing at, well, wait, if you look at it in a particular way, it's revealing to us, you know, not only what the nature of our situation is and who we are, but it's unlocking in the similar way that quantum physics unlock the power of the atom with like, you know, with atomic energy. That's like the palest reflection of the creativity, the this the sacred creativity that quantum physics, when you contemplate it in a certain way, can unlock inside of our minds. And you're right. You quote Tesla. It's hard to give a limited power to limited minds. But in the book, quantum physics doesn't come with instructions on how to use it. And like the mythical Holy Grail, the powers that quantum physics is unleashing can be used for good or for evil. And we know that Tesla, just not to stay with Tesla too too long, but he had technology that could have been used to, to power the entire planet. Yet that technology was probably sequestered and it's probably being used today by the war machine. Do you think quantum physics could be sequestered by certain scientists in order to perpetuate the state of negativity in this world as opposed to unleashing everything that we deserve? Well, I would say that it is. It is being sequestered. You know, I mean, I talk about that in the book that that's, you know, it's not if this got out what quantum physics is revealing to us. And it has, you know, it's not just this esoteric thing you know, which has to do with technology. I mean, it has incredible like impact and, um, and insight, you know, with reference to our everyday lives. 
And so, yeah, there are like the powers that be don't want um, the, the human population to really take in and really integrate and to really. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe. You want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.